the pitch pod everyone i'm your host jeff stebbins i'm so excited that you all are joining us here at the pod they call pitch the pitch pod where we talk soccer all things happening soccer or football depending on where you live in the world i'm joining this evening with my co-host joe janner joe how are you doing this evening doing well jeff happy to be here as always, looking forward to the conversation and the questions and answers that we hopefully will provide to our listeners to get them ex- as excited about what we're l- talking about and what we're looking forward to viewing for our featured match of the week. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You know, uh, this we're, we're choosing to focus on a La Liga match for this episode, and it's going to be Rea v. Athletic. The number six team versus the number nine team. But before we go into that match, we have to review a pretty good match, don't we, Joe? Well, it was the EFL Cup final, Manchester United versus Newcastle, with a result of 2 0. And Jeff, you hit it right on the nail, or as you'd like to call it, with the pitch pod ring dinger. Nailed it. Ring a ding ding. Nailed it. That's what I'm talking about. That's my first ring dinger in quite a while. So uh, thank you for that shout out. I I appreciate it. I needed it. I needed a ring dinger. I got a ring dinger, right? Manchester United. And I think I even mentioned that I thought Rashford would put one on the board. I guess it's questionable whether or not it got counted for him or got counted as an own goal. But last I checked, they did give him the credit for the goal. So I'll give myself a little extra pat on the back there. And Manu Tin Hog pulled it off 2-0 victory like I thought they would. Um I it was a fun match to watch. What were your initial takeaways from it? It was competitive, you know, maybe not indicative of the scoreline. I, I thought it was going to be go a little bit further, if you recall. I thought it might go into extra time and, and lend itself to penalty case. Still predicted Manchester United to win. But Probably what stood out mostly for me is that the idea that Newcastle, I mean, as competitive as they were and as in the game as they were, their inability to, once they got into the final third, to create chances and to score, I mean, that's probably why they are a side that has has drawn so many within the league. And then, But to be in a final, maybe there was another approach. Maybe they needed to have a means or go about it in a way that knowing they need to score at least one if they're going to be a winner. So I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is, again, you're looking at Newcastle side, very efficient, effective in terms of having an idea of a means to way to play through the thirds and get into the, that final third. But it was just seemed to like stop off there. Not necessarily so much what the opposition did, but I think that this lack of creativity and means to go about putting themselves in scoring opportunities. And that's what we saw in that match. Yeah, Absolutely. And then we previously discussed Nick Pope, Newcastle star goalkeeper, being out. And I think you mentioned to me as the game was going on that one of those goals, I don't know if you changed your opinion on that, but one of the goals that took place, you believe that their starting goalkeeper probably would have stopped it. Do you stand by that? I mean, it was, again, if we're talking about Rashford's goal with the deflection and the way that it went about finding the back of the net, I still felt like the goalkeeper that they had in place was a little bit reactionary to it. Maybe a better, more 
well-conditioned or, or more experienced goalkeeper would have made that stop. Again, it's always tough to tell when you start having the question of reflect deflections and, and the ball's rotation and trajectory. But I still think that it was a little reactionary on the part of the keeper. I mean, we could talk about positioning, but I, I still give, you know, I'm not taking away anything from Rashford as well. I think that he's, again, that's what his job is to be in those positions in those times to strike the ball and to, you get know, you put the ball in frame, things happen. In this case, the goal was scored. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and Rashford had a, had a very good game. He's been a great player. I will say this, uh, of course, there's a little luck involved with that goal for sure with the deflection, but it seemed like his strikes, yes, they were on frame, but it seems like he wasn't hit, you know, striking the ball as well as he normally would. And um, a player of his caliber, I guess I would just expect to see some better strikes, but um, maybe it's just an off match for him uh and and i guess it happens for everyone but um yeah he was in the right spot the right time and and he you know put it on frame and like as you said things do happen um so yeah i I don't want to be overly critical of him by any means um but that kind of brings us to kind of our our main of the match joe and i'll let you go first on this one but you know, Rashford played great. You know, I don't want to take anything away from him. Um, but there was a, a couple Man U players that you could pick for your man of the match here. And so I'm kind of curious to see who you're going to choose. Well, I think often maybe a cliche is it's that first goal is so important. And the fact that Casemiro found himself in a position to head the ball into the back of the net to score first after what was essentially 30 plus minutes or so of them back and forth. I think that lends itself to him being the man of the match. Also, I mean, his contribution throughout, I think, lends itself again. So that would be my selection, Casemiro, for the man of the match in this contest. That's a good selection. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I thought that goal was definitely a game-changer mom- momentum-wise, and and it shows you the kind of caliber of player that he is. He's He's a proven player with championships under his belt so i think another reason i'm a big fan of tin hog is the trading that he's been doing um with his team and and signing casemiro who is having a big impact is as long as he can stay on the field and and play um he's having a huge impact and so yeah uh my man of the match is also casemiro um sorry joe no it's fine i mean that's Oftentimes, if it's someone that stays out, it could be consensus on the pitch. But we're we're okay at times agreeing, right, Jeff? We agree, we disagree, and uh, this is one of the occasions where we agree. He's my man of the match, and and yes, the goal was huge, but more than that, I think it's just his overall contribution defensively as well. He he did great, so I'm really pleased with Ten Hag and Manu and how they've transitioned away from Ronaldo and how they're being creative with their goals, be it Rashford or Casemiro. So um, yeah, hats off to them. And um, it was a great match, but looking forward at, like I said, we're, we're focusing on La Liga this week, the number 16 versus the number nine team. It's Rea V athletic. Two quality, quality teams going at it, separated by just a few points. At this stage, I just checked the win probability. 
And at this point, most people are predicting Athletic will win this with a 37% chance um, over uh, Rayo at a th- sitting at a 33% chance. So they're thinking it's going to be a close game, but people are giving the nod mostly to Athletic. And I, I look a little bit differently. I mean, you have Bravo kind of that has I mean, positioned themselves in six, which that qualifies them at this stage for European competition, which is huge for a club such as Ryan Vaccano, and it's, they're at 34 points versus the 32 for Athletic Club. I, I think that at home, and I think if we look through the results, they've done really well there, performance-wise and results. So I, I really think that this is going to be their game. Can it? It's not going to be enough whether they win to push them up further into the table, but I think it's going to solidify that spot and continue to help them to build their momentum. They haven't really quite been in form as of late, but I think this could be one where they bounce back and show that they are, in this case, the better team of the two. And and so, so I haven't winning this one, Jeff. That makes sense. I mean, they're they're ranked higher for a reason, right? Um, I guess the, what concerns me is possibly kind of some some recent matches that they've had, and I'm really impressed with what we've seen out of the um, Ghana striker Williams for um, athletic as well as the other attacker who also has the last name Williams for them. I think they're both good threats with the ability to score at any given chance. So I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be a very, very close game, but I'm actually leaning in, in the opposite direction. So this will be a fun game to watch and, and an interesting prediction that we're about to have. So Joe, whenever you're ready for the score, I am also ready and I'm excited to see what you're going to say. Well, sticking with what I initially suggested, Ravakana with the win, and they're they're capable of scoring, and I and they see them consistently being able to in these types of contests do what they have to do to win. But it's going to take more than one goal, so I, I do believe it's it's two, Ravakana versus one for Athletic Club, two one. Okay, so so we both think it's going to be a close match. I haven't revealed my score, but spoiler alert, it's going to be close. Okay. Um, I could see that happening. I could. The home field advantage is huge in these matches. I'm going to go in the other direction. I have uh, faith in what Athletic's been doing lately, and I'm impressed by their strikers. So I'm going to go one nil Athletic winning this. So we're getting a reverse or in opposition to each other, our, our prediction. But I think but, but most, again, why we look at these matches is because we're excited about the idea that how close these contests could or should be based on where they're on the standings, the previous results and performances of these teams. So I think hopefully those that are listening and, and looking forward to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is going to be a fun one for everyone at home watching. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun match. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Please. Check out uh, our YouTube channel. If, if you prefer to listen to podcasts, it's also available on Apple and Spotify podcasts. If you just want to listen to the audio, please like and subscribe if you're able to. We would appreciate it at the Pitch Pod. And so thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, keep pitching out there. Thanks, everybody. the game the round ball round posts anything can happen <laughs>